welcome to the No Name MMA Show, the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of, with Mystic Daddy Juan and No Nutshot Nina, and yours truly, Motivated Let's get on with this shit. Welcome to the No Name MMA Show. My name is Motivated Andy, and this is the best damn MMA podcast you've never heard of. Um, thank you for joining me on this lovely January 31st, 2022. We are wrapping up the first month of MMA for this year and the first couple of events for Eagle FC and Bellator 273. But first, let's go over some of the headlines going into this week. Um, we have Sean O'Malley thinking that Jake Paul is a bigger star than Francis Ngannou. Quotes, if you look at the numbers and engagement and fans, shit like that, Jake's the bigger star. I mean, it is what it is. And, hey, I'm not going to argue with him. Jake Paul is a bigger star. In terms of uh, combat sports, though, I, it's just a different uh, animal altogether. Um, but he's not wrong. And Sean O'Malley has a very level head, despite his persona or character that he has for his fights. Um, yeah, but either way... Jake Paul does not need to be making more than Francis Ngannou in any sense, way, or term. Uh, per Michael Bisping, he says that a potential matchup between John Jones and Francis Ngannou would probably get knocked out by Ngannou if he weren't able to take Ngannou down, which I believe is true. Um, that's the whole thing that I've been seeing. Like, John Jones is going to just ragdoll him, this, that, the other. I'm like, you guys are not paying attention to the weight differences. Francis Ngannou's leg is going to be three times the size of John Jones's leg. Uh, and who's to see what his cardio actually looks like with wrestling with big fucking men instead of 205ers? It's a completely different beast, but hopefully he just gets in the fucking cage. Um, moving on from that, Jake Paul, there's a double header with Jake Paul. First, Habib Nurmagomedov has said that he has provided a contract over to Jake Paul to see if he will accept. So far, he has not accepted the offer. Following up with that, Jake Paul has put out a diss track with Chris Cyborg, which was cringy as fuck, uh, dissing Dana White. Um, it's clearly a shtick that he's using uh, talking about fighter pay. It's so self-absorbed that it's whatever, but hey. At least he's annoying, and he's not annoying to me. He's annoying to the UFC. So uh, nothing but good can come of that, right? Um, following up with that, we have the UFC planning to schedule Donald Cerrone against Joe Lozon for a fight night in April. And I completely agree. Um, I think both veterans, after this fight, whoever wins, loses, draws, does not matter. Both of them got to go. Uh, Joe Lozon and Cerrone, I think, are number one and two in fight night bonuses or at least performance bonuses um, at 155, so that should be a treat. Um, following up with the announcements, we have Paul Craig versus Nikita Krylov, who was intimated whenever Paul Craig went on Believe You Me podcast, but now has been confirmed uh, for UFC London. So yeah, both of them are ranked in the top 15 of the division, and I can't wait to see how that plays out. Um, other than that, we just had um, Kevin Holland going out here and taking care of a troll. Uh, the troll had been messaging him for the span of three months. He goes, he buys him a ticket to get over there, puts him up for the night, proceeds to then tap him and give him a red belly. So 
good for you, Kevin Holland. One down, many more to go. Uh, per Conor McGregor's Instagram, he has intimated that he is going to be sobering up for his next fight. Uh, we'll see how much of that is true. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it for the headlines. Over to results. Um, yeah, we had Eagle FC making its American soil debut, Eagle FC 44. Um, three former UFC fighters were on the card. Gorga de Castro goes out there, gets a first-round sub. We then have Ray Borg, who had been released by the UFC, uh, going up to 135, giving up a height and reach advantage against Cody Gibson, who has a win over his teammate John Dodson. A split decision win, but a win nonetheless. Uh, Gibson goes out there and puts on a... Kickboxing match, and he is outclassing Ray Borg, using his length, doing everything possible that he can. From there, though, uh, after entering the second round, Ray Borg just turns it on and turns it into a dogfight and comes out with a win after an early setback. Um, so proud of him. Happy for him. Can't wait to see him uh, go out there and do his thing again. Um, yeah, and then talking about people that are coming back, Rashad, Sugar Rashad Evans. No wins since November 2013. Five fight losing streak goes out there and puts out a fucking wrestling clinic. Uh, what a feel good moment for MMA and a very hit night for Habib Nurmagomedov. Again, this is very, 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 very early on. Um, it was mostly just a private show, I think, and fight only. So no gate, no nothing, free on app. But still... I mean, you're making an impression and everybody's talking about you. I'm talking about you. So that's the best kind of thing that you could do for your promotion is have people talk about you. Um, but yeah, after that, we have Bellator. And they had their own heavyweight unification bout between Ryan Seth Bader and also um, Valentin Moldanovsky. And uh, at this point, Ryan Bader was on a two-fight losing streak. He had lost to... Oh my god, uh, Vadim Nemkov, his uh, light heavyweight belt. And then he went out and got finished by Corey Anderson in the first. He goes out there, uh, defeats Moldovsky as an underdog, retains his belt, and now he is set to face Czech Congo. Not only that, in his home turf in France on May 6th. So that should be a blast from there. Um, also, if you didn't know, that first fight that they had ended by a controversial eye poke. So this is going to be an immediate run back. Can't wait to see that happen. Following up with that, we have Benson Henderson possibly, possibly hinting at retirement. He is saying that he might be the one that stays at home now that his wife is pursuing an MMA career. Um, he also mentioned that it might be the last time he just fights in a Bellator cage. Maybe just not for Bellator anymore. So uh, whatever Benson Henderson decides... I'm more than happy for him, and ending on a win is a luxury that most fighters never get, so if this is the last one, good for him. Um, but yeah, he beat uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov's protege, who hadn't been beaten since 2009 and was on a 20-fight winning streak. So yeah, that's about as good as a note as you're going to get. Um, but that is it for the MMA Roundup for January 31st, 2022. My name is Motivated Andy. Um, if you made it this far into the video, like, subscribe, comment. Do you guys think that Eagle FC will overtake Bellator this year? I personally don't think that, but that's what everybody is talking about on the internet right now. Um, 
But yeah, neither of these guys are going to come even close to the UFC, so this isn't something like that, but the future for MMA is looking bright, and I can't wait to see what's next. Um, as always, my name is Monday Andy, investing in mental health, and fuck you, John Jones. Peace.